Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We're going to do the 10 things we've learned in the last week. There's loads to get through. Shall we start with the juiciest, the meatiest? Are we ready to engage at that level or do we do we keep the chip stuff and the rescheduling of blanks and doubles till later in the stream? Okay, yeah, let's go now. Let's do it now. Um, guys, likes and subscribes are really welcome. So do hit that like and subscribe button. And look, let's start at number 10 with the potential blanks and doubles, right? We're going to talk about 25, 26, and 29. Let's start with 25. 25 could be a double game week for a couple of big teams, right? Liverpool and Man City. Liverpool could play Luton and Brentford. City could play uh, Chelsea and Brentford. That would obviously give um, Brentford the double game week as well. But for Liverpool and Man City, they're the two teams we look at it and go, oh, that's potential triple captain. That's Mo Salah, that's Haaland, triple captain chat, right? Because it'll be a small double game week. The big double game weeks we look at and think about bench boosting and free hits and even sometimes wild cards. The smaller doubles, more likely to use a triple captain on. So why could 25 be a double for City? Well, remember the Club World Cup fixture against Brentford? That needs to be put back into the schedule. Now, the Premier League will do that as soon as possible because City's commitments midweek later in the season are going to be difficult to navigate. Champions League runs, FA Cup, whatever. Therefore, 25 feels like a sensible slot. We'll know more in the coming weeks if that happens. And you'll see more on this channel when that is announced, if it's announced. Now, Liverpool are involved in the Carabao Cup semi-finals. I'm recording this before the semi-finals. Both Liverpool and Chelsea, if they get to the Carabao Cup final, which is projected, they've both got... They're both fancied to get to the final, Liverpool and Chelsea. Now, that would mean their game week 26 fixtures need to be uh, rescheduled. So 26 would be a small blank game week um, because Spurs play Chelsea. So those two teams wouldn't play. Uh, Liverpool and Luton wouldn't play. So those two fixtures need to be re rearranged. Now Spurs-Chelsea can go in a few different weeks, right? There's, there's Chelsea and Spurs aren't playing in Europe this season. That helps. Liverpool are playing in Europe and Luton already have a fixture against Bournemouth to, to rearrange. Remember the, the Lockyer incident a couple of weeks back. So that will likely go to the second half of the season, sure, later in the season. But Liverpool versus Luton could drop in 25. So instead of 26, if Liverpool get to the Carabao Cup final, it would drop into 25. So that double game week Liverpool could have, Luton and Brentford in 25, looks really good. Are you following? So 25 could be a small double. 26 could be a small blank. Now... Liverpool could double in 25 and blank in 26. So we're like, oh, we want, I want triple Liverpool, but then we'd be selling our Liverpool asset in 26, maybe for the blank. Or do you navigate a blank with a free hit? Well, I don't think you do. 
uh, because it'll be a small blank in 26. Game week 29 will be the biggest blank of the season and we can start to look ahead at projections based on the bookies odds as to which fixtures will be a blank in 29. Now guys, usually a lot of Premier League teams or some Premier League teams have, have been knocked out early on in, in the third round. So far, we're not seeing it. We're not seeing it, which means there's going to be lots of Premier League teams, the vast majority involved in the fourth and fifth round. Those in the fifth round won't play in the Premier League. So let's have a look at this really cool graphic. Check out Losers AV Losers on Twitter, who's produced this. The percentage chance of these fixtures going ahead, this is based on like bookies odds, right? So Brighton Man City, 90%, that will be a blank fixture. So, so a lot of these, all but two, are over 50% chance that they will be a blank fixture. So actually, we're looking at a projection of six blanks, maybe even seven or possibly eight, right? You could get up to eight blanks, but probably six or seven. We could only see two or three fixtures going ahead. Burnley versus Brentford, Luton versus Forest, Wolves, Bournemouth. Like, let's say it was those three fixtures. Is that an attractive week to be free hitting? Probably not. You just go into it with a handful of players and you just make do and have a low score. So that's what we'll see in 29, a really small blank. Now, some teams will dead end in 29 by buying a Wolves or a Forest or a Brentford player. And then maybe look to wildcard out of it in game week 30 or 31. That's an option, right? Um, so look, that's what we know so far. Game week 25, to recap, will be a small double, we think. 26 will be a small blank. 29 will be a big blank. By the way, the biggest double later in the season is around game week 37, is game week 37. So again, many there will be looking at using a bench boost or a wildcard or a free hit. But for me, triple captain in 25 definitely has some interest. Look, we've only done one of the 10 things we've learned. So we've got to move on to the others. That was a big one though. So now let's start with a slightly easier one. Uh, number nine, we're going to go with one thing we've learned is the game week deadline for 29 has moved. It was Saturday morning, but now it's Friday night. So what does that mean? Well, actually there's, there's, a, there's, there's a big impact here. So it's just Burnley Luton. So we don't care much about that fixture on the Friday night. But the interesting thing here here is Man City are scheduled to play on the Saturday late kickoff. There was a chance before that Saturday deadline we were going to get a team team leak. We would have known more about does KDB start? Does Doku start? Is Haaland in the squad? Now the deadline is Friday. I think a leak is very, very unlikely. So chances of a leak are, 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 are less likely. Um, what about chances of those Man City players actually playing? So look, at number eight, we've got to speak about Foden, but Haaland, KDB and Doku. So firstly, Foden playing out of his skin, like best he's played in a Man City shirt. If you don't own him, for me, the number one Son or Salah replacement now is Foden if you don't own him. I own him, so I'm not shopping there. But what about the other Man City assets? Remember, Man City could double in game week 25. They've got good fixtures until that point right? I think Man City are going to be very popular. We're going to all want Triple City in the next couple of weeks. And Foden himself actually said like he's enjoying his football at the moment. He's being in pockets and between the lines, it's where he wants to be. This is the position. When Foden plays centrally, he really steps up and we're seeing goals and assists with that. But what about the injured players? Well, De Bruyne, we saw him come on for half an hour and Pep did say post-match, uh, Kevin De Bruyne was not ready to play 90 minutes, uh, says Pep. So he hinted at that. But I think the quote was around him accumulating minutes. He needs to accumulate minutes, I think is what Pep said. Uh, and that's according to Joey Bray on Twitter. Um, could we see him start versus Newcastle? Yeah, but I think if we do, then he'll probably get 60. Or he comes off the bench for another half an hour. Remember, he's been out for a long time. And Doku, again, similar. Got 30 minutes at the weekend. 
got a goal involvement or two, looked really good. Again, he won't be ready for 90, but I think we could see him in the 11 versus Newcastle. And again, Doku is a player I've got my eye on. Um, let's go to number seven and speak a little bit about Liverpool, shall we? Because Jota also got 30 minutes. So we look at De Bruyne, Doku, Jota, three really nice like potential replacements for a Salah or a Son. And you're looking at how they're being eased back into the team. The good thing is they've all now got half an hour under the belt. They all could start in game week 21. Just don't expect sets of 90 for these guys just yet. Jota's actually had a couple of cameos off the bench. And I would be surprised if Jota didn't start in game week 21. Now, when we look at those Liverpool fixtures, we might be put off a little bit. Um, it's a nice fixture against Bournemouth, you could say, but then it's Chelsea and Arsenal. But again, remember, Liverpool could double in 25. So we're all going to want triple Liverpool, I think, in game week 25. And Jota the slotter, right? So composed. What does he offer that perhaps some of the Liverpool forwards don't? It's that clinical nature. He comes on half an hour to go in that Arsenal game in the FA Cup. Goal involvement straight away. Two goal inv like, like involved in both goals. I think he got the assist on one and the assist of the assist for the other. Um, he's just ice cool. He just look. He always makes the right decisions, which players like Darwin and Diaz don't always make. Gakpo too. So I think that last half an hour against Arsenal, what we saw was Jota playing number nine. Diaz actually moved to the right-hand side before it was Elliot stepping into the Salah role. And Darwin moved wide left. And they look so much more comfortable. I think that'll be the Liverpool front three in game week 21 against Bournemouth. Now, the Liverpool attack is firing at the moment. So, so backing, replacing Salah with a Liverpool asset, whether it's a Diaz or a Jota, or perhaps you've already got a Darwin, I think is a sensible shout because that Liverpool attack is firing. They're really, really looking sharp at the moment. Um, and when you look at all the underlying data and the XG, yeah, they're, they're right up there. Number six of things we've learned, right? Let's move on away from Liverpool, away from Man City and talk a little bit, very quickly though, about Chelsea. And Kunku owners... Oh, you were bold. You were brave going early. Three weeks out. And Kunku's going to be out for a couple of weeks, guys. That's not good news for his owners. But with no Nicholas Jackson and no Nkunku, Breuer is going to start. He's 4.9 million. And again, he scored in the FA Cup. He hit the bar minutes later. He actually looked the best he's looked since his injury. So Breuer looked fairly good. And look, we can see the, the average position map here. Like this is where you'd expect a proper number nine to be playing, right? He doesn't drop deep. He plays on the last man. Number 19 there. Sterling really close to him. He scored a really nice free kick. Sterling was great, actually. Um, Palmer looked really sharp. So look, Chelsea scoring goals looked fairly good. I mean, it's against championship opposition, but it's good to see because Chelsea have got good fixtures. We can't forget that. If you want to take a punt <clears throat> on a brosier because you've only got a little bit of money to spend up front, you could do a lot worse. You could do a lot worse. What about captaincy? Because Palmer will be captained by a fair few. Captaincy this week, we've got no Harlem probably and no Salah and no Son. So we're going to have to think a little bit creatively. And in my team selection video, we'll talk about captaincy in more detail in a couple of days' time. But look, Palmer looked bright again and many will go there. Some might go Saka against Palace at home, but Palmer's got a nice home fixture as well. Um, oh, should we move on to another, another bit of injury news at number five? And number five, we've got to speak about Jarrah Bowen. Guys, so many of you have brought Jarrah Bowen in. Like... Hundreds of thousands of managers have moved early on Jared Bowen as a Son Sada replacement. Now, look, he misses very few games. He's only missed a couple in his like West Ham career through injury. But we saw injured in stoppage time, 
uh, couldn't he needed help getting off the pitch, right? He was in discomfort. Everyone leaves the pitch here at London Stadium. Look at Andy Sims's tweet, a journalist that was there, took this image and and yeah, Bowen limping off. Now, David Moyes doesn't reveal a huge amount anyway, but the Moyes press conference ahead of their game week 21 tie will take place after the game week 21 deadline. We're not going to know a huge amount about Jared Bowen, guys. We might get some training ground images, but we're not going to get a David Moyes press conference. So again, we're going into it blind. If you've already bought him, I think you risk it. But now I would be wary. He's heavily, heavily doubtful. Um, at number four, let's talk about some of the fullbacks. Because look, we put fullbacks in our FPL team all the time. Because we go, at the moment, this season, the fullbacks are offering us goals and assists. Uh, now, Trent hit the woodwork. He's done that a bit recently. But Pedro Porro, Estupinan and Matty Cash, three popular FPL assets, all scored goals. Uh, the points are coming for these guys. Like Porro and Estupinan have been great in recent weeks anyway. Um, but they're both playing in teams where they get into shooting positions. And Spurs and Brighton and their fullbacks are some of the best to back. And Poro and Estupinan are the two standout names. So guys, keep the faith with those two that you're going to get some attacking returns. And if you're shopping for fullbacks, then Estupinan and Poro in that price band at around 5 million. They are two of the best, in my opinion. Um, at number three, we have to talk about the form of Brighton scoring goals. Like they scored four again against Stoke. Stoke away like isn't, you know, we always joke, don't we? Stoke away is notoriously a difficult place to go. Four goals, casual, right? Brighton score goals. Now, if you're buying a Brighton attacker, you shouldn't care that they concede them. You want a team that score three, four goals every game. Now, Brighton don't score three, four every game, but they always look like they're going to. They always look like they're going to score three, four. Now, many of us are, have, have built a team where we've got very precious spots up top. Many have got a front three of, say, Solanke, Watkins, and then they want Haaland in. So how do you accommodate a Brighton asset just want to give a shout out to Jao Pedro though. We've mentioned Breuer as like a cheapo, but if you've got a little bit more money than that, Jao Pedro is the, the better of the two. And Jao Pedro is the main man at Brighton. Deserbi has spoken about how he would, doesn't think he'll work with him for long. Like, don't think I'll be working with him for long because he's going to go on to bigger and better. Like Deserbi, you're talking about Jao Pedro yourself there. Because um, they're both probably going to be leaving Brighton to go on to bigger and better. Because they're both elite, right? Deserbi's an elite manager for me in the making and Jao Pedro the same he's an elite player in the making the potential there is huge he's on penalties but even without that he's just firing on all cylinders now the problem with Jao Pedro a few months back or even weeks back he was starting every single game in the midweek fixtures the Europa wasn't starting always in the Premier League Deserbi can't afford to rest him now and that was purely because it was two fixtures a week right Firstly, there is no European action for the next few game weeks for, for Brighton. So they haven't got to worry too much about that. The midweek fixtures. There's no FA Cup replay because they beat Stoke. They're not in the Carabao. So they should be relatively fresh to start Jao Pedro. 90 minutes, 90 minutes, 90 minutes. Which we didn't see before. And he said he wasn't starting games that well. So it's like, okay, yeah. Doesn't matter now. You're going to start because one, we don't have midweek fixtures. And two, we need you. Like... The injuries at Brighton have been scary, but also now there's no Adingra. He's off with Ivory Coast. There's no Matoma. Uh, he's off with Japan. There's still injuries to the front three, four positions there. Like, Jao Pedro is needed week in, week out. And when we look at the fixture ticker, and guys, I've just looked at this this morning on Fantasy Football Scout. I went all the way up to game week 28, right? So next handful of weeks, the next eight game weeks. 
Brighton are top of the ticker. Now, this ticker is on Fantasy Football Scout, and you can filter by weeks and difficulty, attack, defence. Really interesting. You've got to be a member to use it, and if you want to check out the members area, then do check the link in my description. But look at those Brighton fixtures. All, all, like, all score, all games in which Brighton on their day could score three plus goals. I think there isn't a defense they're playing against there. I go absolutely no chance of a three plus goal. So if they're playing a Man City or an Arsenal or a Newcastle, not Newcastle at the moment, but you know, Liverpool, a top, top team there, you'd question it. But all good opposition. So I look at it and go, I can't get João Pedro. What about some of the midfield options? Now, if you're shopping for like that 4.5 to 5 million midfielder, there's a few. Like, again, because of the injuries, they're going to start games. Hinselwood, um, Buonanotte, Moda's now back fit. Those three are all under 5 million. Hinselwood's a right back, but bombs on. Moda can play anywhere. Not ready for 90 yet, but I think Deserbi likes him and he'll get game time. And Buonanotte, I think, has started like the vast majority of the last, I think maybe four of the last five games. So again, like you're going to get game time if you're shopping for a five million or less midfielder. Looking in the direction of Brighton, I don't think is a bad idea at all. We spoke about forwards and shopping. What about Ivan Tony? We haven't had Ivan Tony in FPL, but Brentford put out a tweet on the 6th of January. Ivan Tony has netted a hat-trick in a 5-1 win over Southampton under-23s. He's getting up to speed. He can now play for Brentford. And in game week 21, we could see Tony feature. Now, what might put managers off Tony is his match fitness. But look, he's clearly been training. Like, we know he's been training and he's obviously now got one game under-23s under his belt. But also, I look at it and go... What about his future at Brentford? We don't know too much about it. Like, we think there could be bids coming in and offers coming in from the likes of Arsenal. But surely Brentford can't afford to lose him. They've got Visser at AFCON. They've got Burmo injured. I think I think if Tony gets sold, for me, it'll be a summer transfer. And he owes Brentford. Like, they've stuck by him. They've He's been training with them still. I think Tony could come straight back in the team. And we know Tony is a fantastic FPL asset. He's under 8 million. You might want to take a punt there, maybe not in 21, but in 22 onwards. It's worth considering, isn't it? And when we look back at that uh, fixture ticker, Brentford do have it tough. They are right at the bottom. But Forest Spurs in the next two, I see goals. Then it's Man City, meh. Wolves, okay. Liverpool, tough. It's a tough run. What I'd say about Brentford is they tend to score goals against anyone. And actually, the big teams don't like playing them. So, I mean, spin the narrative how you want, but I don't think Tony is ever a bad buy when he's fit and in the team. Uh, so that's definitely a big update there on Tony. Uh, so guys, at number one, we've got to talk about the Carabao Cup semis because I'm recording this before them and both Chelsea and Liverpool are in action. Now with that, we're going to be eye testing again, especially for Liverpool, because as we mentioned in this video, we could see a double game week for Liverpool, right? In game week 25. And if we do, we're going to want triple Liverpool. And if we're replacing Mo Salah, Luis Diaz and Jota both need to be scouted. Now, Jota, I think... I think it's going to be the direction. If I go to a Liverpool player, I go in, but I want to see him start a football match. At the moment, we've seen sets of 30 off the bench. I think he'll start in the Carabao Cup, but let's see. Um, ITA scouting is always important, but obviously looking out for injuries and knocks too. Um, so 
do be aware, do be switched on, make sure you tune in or at least watch the highlights or look at some of the numbers and match reports from those games. Fantasy Football Scout, again, a great resource post-match, just go on their homepage, free to access and read about the midweek football. Guys, they are our top 10. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for liking. Thank you for subscribing. Some of you are joining up as channel members and joining the WhatsApp group, which is awesome. Thank you for that. I'll have a team selection video out in the next couple of days. Also, I'll do a deadline stream on Friday as well. I look forward to seeing you guys very soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.